Greetings, travelers! Forsooth, for I am Gavril, ye old master of dungeons. Are these woods to be mine, favored players? Kevin? Yep. Neth? Hi! And Christopher? Good morning. Last week, long past in the fog of time, did these brave individuals ne'er had not even a single Gavril? Greatly diminishing the joy of you. Fine listeners and viewers. Anon, we parlay upon the week of news and guys Bye. <laughs> mm. that was face palming the whole time that's think... because you have no sense of humor it's true and yes izzy kevin just totally did the kai ep side kai i was making fun of gavril <laughs> You're welcome, Cap. You're welcome, Chris. Yeah, that's how your face was for the entire last show, by the way, Gavril. I know. I gave you all that picture for a reason. Awesome. Uh, um, okay. So, how are y'all doing this week? Um, and just for a little bit of information for our listeners and our viewers, uh, this is our first week. I believe they talked about it last week of kind of doing a little bit different format. We didn't talk know. about it last talked week. About so. it. We just did it. Yep. Okay. Um, so uh, if you didn't recognize last week, uh, we're going to be doing a little bit less of a news show and a little bit more of just us having conversations. Um, it's less stress on us, to be frank. And I personally feel, and I think the rest of us personally feel, that ultimately you're going to get better content out of us. I hate that term. I hate content. I hate content creators. But, you know, we want to give, we want to have a good conversation and we want to provide y'all with something interesting to keep you busy while you're doing work or whatever that you need white noise in the background to occupy. So We're cleaning uh, your house. Or whatever. If you're using us for white noise, I'm so sorry. And as a point, Gavril is a self-hating content creator. I, I, am, I, I wouldn't call myself a content creator, but okay. And yet, here you are, creating, creating content. content. Okay, bye guys. <laughs> <laughs> bye. There he goes. No, don't leave! One shot! <laughs> um, more so, content uh, you'll be creating more god nope nope <laughs> fuck you fuck Damn you <laughs> fuck you no uh, <laughs> um, uh, hi guys um, there's like little context for those of you listening to the podcast but I'm just like uh, angrily getting up out of my chair and walking away every couple of seconds now <laughs> And giving um, us the finger a lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot. 
Um, welcome to the show, y'all. Uh, episode 104, I think. 104, woo! 104, K-R-B-E. That's the local pop station in my in- <laughs> It's the local top 40 station in Houston. I'm sorry, it just stuck in my head. Um, so, uh, here is the Q, so it's like the classic rock stuff. Oh, I wish 104 was still classic rock. Um, never mind. Uh, hey, guys, welcome to the show. What happened to y'all in your fortnight, Kevin? Well, as we will talk about more later, we started playing a new game. Well, I did, called World of Warcraft Classic. You've been playing Login Simulator 2019? I've been playing how many <laughs> games of Heroes of the Storm can I get in while I wait for my WoW Classic queue? <laughs> and the queue has been around one to two games. On that note, real quick, um, Chris, how are you measuring login queues? How are you measuring login queues? I haven't experienced a login queue. Neff, uh, were you playing? I locked my names, but I haven't really had time to jump play. In I, I, so played the, the, a, I played a little bit this morning, but there was no queues when I was on playing this morning. So it was so, yeah. I haven't experienced a login queue, but a lot of people in the guild have experienced login queues. Um, but we'll, t- we'll talk more about the actual servers and the launch later on. Yeah, I was measuring it in games of Magic the Gathering. Um, <laughs> I was gonna do I was gonna do games of Hearthstone or games of Heroes. Yeah, um, I thought you were playing games of Peggle. No, I did that when I'm on a flight path. <laughs> oh God, you have the yeah. Peggle hat on. Peggle is back, baby. Is the other <laughs> one. You can't do that unless you're in the game. Yep, the classic Peggle add-on that you uh, could use, yep. So I've been doing that, and then I'm, I've also been doing more main story quests in Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I am around 44-ish quests left until I finish and catch up with everybody else. Um, been playing Heroes of the Storm dailies, and I watched a show called The International with our friend LB. Which is the Dota isn't Two that, tournament? Isn't, isn't that the the hotel John Wick goes to? Yeah, that was a joke. I, it was a joke. It was the Intercontinental. Is 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 the hotel? The Intercontinental. No, this was the International. I will not give away any games. Uh, and who He's won the International? Unlike you did when you were actually watching it with LB and totally spoiled an entire bracket for him. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, true. Well. I spoiled the game for him. I'm sorry, LB. Officially, the only, the only joy that I have ever gotten watching an international was the was the two million dollar uh, seismic slam. That's the only. I'll joy pretend like I know what that is. Moving Island on. Nod. That's what I'm I, doing. I will um, link you the video, or LB will link you the video as we are doing this. I'm sure he will. Uh, so yeah, it, it helped put me to sleep on two separate nights. So I appreciate that. Um, wow. Those, oh, you well, found ASMR that works for you, Kev. Yeah, it's people talking about spells and BKBs the entire time, whatever a BKB is. And he uh, pops the early BKB! It's, it's basically like I, I had a running joke with, like, how long can they go without saying BKB? And it's usually, like, said within the first two minutes of any Dota game. I mean, BKB is a core item in... in dota so i mean lb likes to remind me about that yeah so but yeah i think the 
the the winner of the most fun this week has been WoW Classic, and I am waiting to get into that discussion later. Okay. Neff? Yes? Your week was fairly... you. Yeah, my week was fairly heavy with personal stuff going on, so other than raiding Final Fantasy on Wednesday night, I really haven't been doing any gaming. Okay, that's understandable. You? Myself? I think Mr. Christopher talks first, because yeah. you never let you never let the host go first. I was just trying to change the subject. I know, I know, I'm being a dick. Uh, yes, Chris, you are. How, how was your time, dude? Um, we have so we're still raiding in WoW uh, in retail. Uh, we haven't killed the seventh boss yet, but we haven't really got a lot of tries on him because we didn't because we had some issues on last Sunday, so we couldn't get too far. Uh, but we've cleared up to him on Thursday, so Sunday is all progression on that fucker. So that's gonna be fun. Okay. Um. Did you pop your BKBs? Maybe you should try that next time. Uh, no, but I was I was booming. I was balanced for the first five bosses, and then I, then we overhealed the third one because it's annoying as fuck. Overhealed the fifth, the sixth one, sorry, because it's annoying as fuck. Did you just join a projectile with a blink dagger? <laughs> I don't know. Do uh, why do league references? I'll understand those. <laughs> did you babby? Did you babby? No last hit. I hate you. <laughs> um, let's see. What are they? Uh, Final Fantasy is still enjoying that. Did read, read on Wednesday. Dancer is too fucking fun, by the way. Um, Heroes of the Storm. Did a couple of games while we were waiting for Classic servers to come up. And I think I'm level 28 in Classic now on my uh, Torin Shaman. Loving it. It's so much fun. Man. I, you know, I'm still, I'm not salty, but I know a lot of people that are salty. Like my, a good friend of mine, my, like my best friend, Kachi, um, has been playing WoW for a very long time as well. Um, and he had no interest in Classic because he had just gotten back in with BFA, I think, actually. Um, yeah, but he had no real interest in Classic, but he was like, oh, hey, you're playing Classic. You know, I'll come and try some Classic out. I played all during BC, so I know what that's like. And he tried to play. He tried to jump into the queue, and he's like, "Oh my god, I can't do this! I'm gonna go play BFA while this waits." And he tried to play BFA, and it didn't work. And it kicked him out of the queue. Yeah, it kicked him out of the queue, and he's like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, I don't get why we can't play both. Six million dollar Echo Slam. That's it. Thank you, LB. I can never remember because they are technically the same client, and you didn't pay for a separate game to be able to run. Uh, I have to download a new client to play fucking classic. License, sorry, True. not not client license. Okay, yeah, license is correct. Yeah, yeah, license. Because yes. you didn't have to buy classic, you get it as part of the license that you have for reading. your fifteen dollar a month subscription. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Still dumb. That's why you can't play both. Still mm -hmm. dumb. Um, Especially when there's two hour login queues. Yep. Two hour plus. <laughs> I was going to say two um, hours is a fairly. Logram was at five hours uh, yesterday. Yep. Um, anything else, Chris? Uh, no, that's me. 
Um, I, I've been doing trucks at work, so I've been getting up at like 3.30 in the morning to get to work on time. Uh, so I haven't had a whole lot of opportunity to really do anything very serious. I played some classic. I think I'm at just about 12, or I'm either just at 13. I can't remember. I'm playing a Night Elf Warrior uh, for that sweet, sweet 1% dodge chance. Um, also, I hate how humans look. And Fair. I think my, my warrior is a warden in classic, in, in, uh, in retail. So I've been, I, I went with the next best thing, and that was going to be a night elf. So, um, night elf, wow. Yeah, I played a bit of night elf, playing a bit of that, um, and not a whole lot else. I'm playing some Hearthstone, uh, some Magic the Gathering on, uh, some Magic the Gathering Arena, and not a whole lot else. I played some Apex Legends at the beginning of the week, actually. I had a little bit of time one day, and I was just wow. like, uh, I need something to do, so I'm going to go play some Apex. Um, I, I had fun. I mean, I had fun. I still like playing Apex. Um, I haven't jumped into Warframe recently, but they did just release a new frame that I really want to try out, so I'll have to give that one a shot. And besides that, um, not a whole lot else. Uh, playing Final Fantasy City Opera Omnia, um, a mobile game. Gotcha I need to game. play that. I actually have a shitload of fun with it. Um, it's a very generous game. Like in terms of like gotcha games, it's very generous. And I think I've spent maybe five bucks on it in the year that I've been playing it almost. I think that's fair. I mean, I, I think I've paid a fair amount. And I mean, if I even if I put more in, I mean, I'm getting the same amount of uh, engagement out of it that I would be getting from like a 20 or $30 game. So, I mean, I think that would be my cap, but I've I've had fun with it. And it's been very fair to me. Uh, besides that, not much. Not a whole lot, just a lot of work, uh, a lot of 13-hour days, so. Uh, but yeah, uh, that kind of covers my week. Uh, I think that covers everybody? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, listener feedback, real quick. Neff, email. None, sadly. Chris, Twitter. No one likes us. Kevin, Discord. Gavril doesn't have an opinion on our podcast. I definitely have an opinion on the podcast in which that I, if I am not present, it's a shit cast. <laughs> I do. <laughs> he's honest. I do have shout outs. We had many listeners over the past week because we actually put out a podcast. Do you know I that? Know. When we put out a podcast, we have listeners. <laughs> um, I mean, those listeners were from several countries around the world, including the US, the UK, Canada, Sweden, and Israel. So welcome aboard, new folks, and how you doing? How y'all doing? Um, Talk to all your friends so that you can, you, so that your country will also make the top five. Uh, yeah, and I think last thing we've got in this is Chris. I think you had a shout out you wanted to do for what you're doing right now. In fact, yes. Um, so for people who have been watching my stream over the last week, they are aware that I am doing a Make-A-With uh, charity push. Uh, specifically with? for Make-A-With yeah, make make UK. Um, we're currently sitting at £600 for the amazing people at Make-A-With UK. Um, so we've hit the two stretch goals that Kevin and Neth are excited about. Uh, 
So tomorrow, while we're while I'm uh, at the very start of the stream, uh, and my legs will be waxed, and makeup and a wig will be put on me, and I will stream the rest of the day with the makeup and the wig. I um, need to know what time you're going live tomorrow so that I do not miss this shit. Uh, probably about one o'clock ish my time. This time, okay, so that's like so, so nine. Four hours nine. before that for you, roughly? Nine. Yeah. So seven nine. for you guys. I demand that you also put out a tweet notification so that I can be notified that this is occurring. I will tweet as well. I think, my, <laughs> I think the app should already be tweeting that I'm going live every day anyway. Um, I, also, I also would like to um, whisper listener of the show, uh, Izzy, the amount that I've donated so that she can beat me because she's that's what she does. You. She's already beaten you. See half she, of the total that's I there? Was, that's yeah, from Izzy. I was, a, I was about to say, uh, Izzy has essentially half of what we already, half of what we've done, what we've received has donated that. So Izzy <laughs> so is amazing and gave us 300 you pounds. You need to beat Izzy. Yeah, you, you have a challenge now, Kevin. Hmm. Okay. Especially since you got all mouthy about it, you need yep. to be dizzy. I'm not gonna mm. say, Kevin, you need to spend three hundred dollars, but you set the challenge. This is this is on you now. I mean, if there was any more stretch goals that I was helping Chris to achieve, in. yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how we get. I mean, I asked him for a specific stretch I'm goal not, last oh week. Oh my god! Okay. Face. Oh, what? If it Saiyan. gets them to try to be Izzy, is it not worth getting whipped cream in the face? It's mm. not. Oh, I don't mind the whipped cream in the face. I don't mind the whipped cream in the face. It's the whipped cream all over the fucking room. Okay, that's fair. Kevin, <laughs> that's what do it outside. Kevin, Izzy has thrown out a beat me or suck it up. Hmm. Well. Wow. Wow. Wait, wow. I might did do you... a giveaway. I might do, I might do if, if we get like. I might, if we if we get more, I might I might do a giveaway. Watch out for them international shipping fees, son. What are you giving away? Uh, let's see. Um, I'll give an option. You'll either get what? a you'll either get a full upgraded World of Warcraft account for Europe or US, or you'll get a full upgraded Final Fantasy account. Wow, that is actually a huge oh, wow. giveaway. That's that's a pretty big giveaway, son. That's uh, it's what uh, Final Fantasy right now is eighty five bucks for all the expansions and the base. I think yeah. World of Warcraft works out about the same. Yeah, I mean, with like with with them condensing everything but the last two expansions, and so nowadays, how are you going to pick who's going to win the giveaway? Yeah, that's an interesting question. We can discuss that one. Uh, between, in the after yeah, show, in the after the show, yeah. yeah, between between that and the charity stream. That we're so just, I would just say tweet about it so that people know. Yeah. And then, so Chris, related yeah. to your stream, what else do you have coming up besides the antics going on tomorrow? Uh, to after after we're recorded here, we are going to do a D and D one shot with the one shot, one shot, lovely one shot. hosts of Azeroth Coast to Coast. Gavril will be our DM. Uh, Kevin, Neth, and I will be the players. Here's a question. This, Should this is... we record and post the D&D one-shot? I think we should. 
Oh, this is the hateful Bible that will attack you all. Yay! For um, the people who are listening live to the show, do you want this recorded and posted also, as a podcast? Gavril, if you remove the other players, I can put the D&D Beyond app on the stream so people can see the health pills. Yeah, that would work, actually. We can definitely do that. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll work out the uh, logistics as we get to... Uh, as we get into uh, the second show, as we get into the uh, inter inter space between the two shows, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think that covers about everything. Yes. Yeah. All right. So you all all knew what today's show was going to be, right? We we all knew what the show was going to. Pardon me. We all knew what this show was going to fucking be about. Um, Hearthstone. I mean, yeah. I mean, we definitely I mean, have talked talk, since the You could meta, talk for two hours on, on our show. I mean, the with, rest with, of us with will the be recent asleep. Nerfs, with the recent nerfs, the meta has completely changed, and the top decks right now are no longer the top. No, of course we're not talking about fucking Whoa. Hearthstone. Of oh my god, not. I'm so sorry I got him started. Yeah, you could have. You could have You could have stopped this. You had the power to stop this. But you didn't. No, uh, of course we aren't going to be talking about Hearthstone. We are, of course, going to be fucking talking about World of Warcraft and Classic. Um, we had a couple of other small things we wanted to go over. Do we want to go over those two first, and then we can just dive into fucking Classic real quick? Yeah. Um, so I know a couple of y'all were actually talking about the Cyberpunk, the QA panel, and the deep dive video that they did. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Uh, yeah, Seth posted it in, I think, one of the discords yesterday that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 went live with a video. They had a Q&A session with some of the developers there. Um, I found the YouTube VOD of this, and we'll post it in the show notes. And it goes into a deep dive on some different stuff that's going to happen in Cyberpunk. Um, one of the things that I found interesting as I was watching it was, you know, just how many different ways there are to do quests in that game. Um, they were talking about, you know, a scenario of getting through a door, losing your weapon and having to kill someone on the other side. And, you know, the multitude of different ways that you'll be able to do that in the game. So as an example of like, this isn't just like a run and gun game. It's not just a hacking game. It's like, you know, you can kind of choose your own adventure and use multiple different ways to accomplish goals in that game, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty nifty. Pretty nifty indeed. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we're going to be talking a little bit about cyberpunk for just a little bit. Chat, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I mean, it's they've it's it's CD Projekt Red. I love CD Projekt Red. I've loved The Witcher series since uh, Assassin of Kings or two came out. Um, so I'm really hyped to see how it goes. I'm glad they take. And one of the things I like about CD Projekt Red is they, take, they do tend to take principled stands on things. So mm-hmm. I, I give them a lot of credit. Um, they, they very clearly stated, you know, that they don't want to be involved in this, this platform war that's going on right now in, uh, in the PC gaming sphere, and I respect that. Um, I mean, part of it's got to be cold and calculating. It's like, if we take the opposite side from everyone else, we look like the good guys. Gavril, they've hired people to be city planners for the city that they've created in the game. Oh, yeah, I know. They've been working on this game for... It's like, it's fucking crazy the level that they're going years? to. They've been working on this game for like... Yeah. What is it, 12 or 6 years? I can't remember. 
and they have they have a team that's like an open world quest design team and like that's all they're doing is creating like side missions like one specific team just dedicated for that so the like i'm really excited about this it sounds like they're putting a a lot of you know thought into it and it's going to be very interesting yeah they definitely are um so i i do have a question though so cd project red is a polish company and Mm -hmm. poland while a western nation is it's very much like the european bloc like the like the old communist bloc and there are very different norms associated with society there what is your take on some of the controversies that have been happening uh, in the past and currently with cdpr and uh, in relation to uh things like uh the the transphobia issue that's been going that was making the rounds on that the advertising they were doing um the fact that they've recently i believe in fact in that qa they in fact announced that they would not be having a uh gender binary uh in character creation like how how do you feel about that and sort of this this move towards a more generalized western audience the cdpr has very long had a very very polish company um and that's not a bad thing per se it's just their cultural norms versus anybody else's cultural norms but how do you feel about them trying to appeal to a broader western audience Mm. i yeah i didn't get into that whole news story about the advertisements and game and all of that stuff that went on several months ago um i mean they're trying to make a game that's going to sell and it sounds like from what you're describing it sounds like they're trying to make sure that it's they're capturing as broad an audience as possible which you know i don't think that we should fault them for that inclusivity is not a bad thing no i mean you know game developers have to do things differently in different countries now anyway, like not being able to show, yeah, like what, uh, skeletons and stuff in China? Yeah, skeletons and uh, a lot of other stuff. There's a lot of interesting things to go down there. Mm -hmm. Um, Chris, Neth, do either of you two have any weigh-in on that? No, I definitely think that the the drop in male-female and going in favor of body type is is a better... As as you said, Inclusive is not a bad thing. Being more inclusive for, for gamers all around the world is not a bad thing because not everyone identifies as male, female. It's it's nice that you're seeing more of that. I don't think I don't think it takes anything away from anybody. No. No, no and if anything, it gives to groups that are usually left out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, do you all feel like? CDPR has done a good job with its PR campaigns and it's just it's public relations in general. Uh, Chris. Um, I think things like this are definitely a positive, but there was the whole advertising of end game thing. That's not a good thing. Well, when I play a game, I don't want Coca-Cola th- like throw in my face. But I, okay, I, before okay I but here's rant. the thing. If it's valid to the world that it's in, and it, that's you know, fine. Then, but if it's know, just so out of place and just yeah. weird. Like, I mean, like, if I'm running around in The Witcher, 
and all of a sudden, look, there's a billboard for Coke. That's going to be removing me from my immersion. If I'm running around in Grand Theft Auto and there's a billboard for Coke, I'm probably not even going to notice it consciously because it's just part of the world. Yeah, that's fine. If if it doesn't, like, just stand out and just it's so fucking obvious, then it's fine. If it's it's just kind of in the background and it's like, oh, passing by, that's fine. But... I don't want stuff that is just so in your face. It it wasn't even, the thing is, the fun part is it wasn't even a Coca-Cola advertisement. It was an in-game universe. That was just an example. I know, I know. It was was an in-game universe company that was advertising. And you know what advertising loves? Controversy. And I mean, but it's not even, it's controversial to us, but in... The, cy- the world of Cyberpunk 2077, Night City, in, in the year 2077, in this techno, you know, metropolis, post-apocalypse kind of style, you know, film noir kind of shit. Um, I think it fits perfectly. And, I mean, they, they, they had a really good interview with the, I believe it was a woman who did a lot of the uh, graphic design for the ad work or something like that. I don't remember. It was, it was a while ago that I read it. Um, and she was like, yeah, that's, that's exactly the point we want to get to. It's like corporations use us, use, use the body and use people to sell things without any consideration for the person kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, this is, you know, this is a sexy person, but that's all you're getting from this person. You don't know anything about them. You don't know that the only reason that they're being used and they're being used is sex. And it's just sex sells. We all know that. And yeah. I thought it was a really, really salient, on the nose kind of little jab to make at you know corporate greed and corporate uh, corporate advertising. I thought it was a really salient point when I saw it the first time, and I was like, "Oh, that's exactly what they're going for." And everybody lost their shit about it. I just yeah, it was the, really good. the um, I found the news article from Kotaku, and it said basically you- it was a, a soft drink that had multiple flavors that are meant to be mixed and matched and it was being advertised by a transgender person with a what they're saying here a large penis visible underneath her clothes penis underneath yeah. so they're kind of yeah so yeah that's what people got upset about and we've lost to chris now he's back um I, I thought I thought it was a really great point to make and I also thought that it really kind of helps set this world of night city um and in cyberpunk itself uh in in sort of just making this point to you that a corporations don't care they're just going to use whatever they can to make the best profit but at the same time you know the world is broad enough and has moved along far enough that having a like having an openly feminine body with a dick sticking out of it is completely normal on a piece of advertising i thought it was a very salient point i thought it was i thought it was very inclusive honestly at the end because it's like hey night city is progressive enough to the point that you know yeah there's just really really blatantly openly uh intersex or transgender people that are working as you know models and advertising so i thought it was interesting i thought it was really interesting point that's just me though Okay, I'm now looking at a picture of the advertisement in question. 
-hmm. would love to start seeing shit like that in the real world. Can I just say that? That it just becomes like so commonplace and normal that it's just whatever. Yeah, it's 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 literally just a Burger King ad as you walk past the bus stop kind of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, yeah, they got a new Whopper. Okay, awesome. I think I misinterpreted (laughs) what the controversy was about. Did you walk away when I was saying what it was or it's a a soft drink that's supposed to be mixed and matched? I think I think I think it was an indicator. I think. I thought it was about like actual companies advertising in game. No, 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 no. There was there. There was are the no fact actual... that it was a trans person. Yeah, that was that was literally the whole controversy. People were losing. Uh, people in the LGBTQ community were losing their shit about it, and people in the uh, conservative community were losing their shit about it. Both sides were losing their absolute shit about it. Um, about the fact that there is a uh, in the game, there's an advertisement that has a yeah. Yeah, I'm looking you, at the picture. You, yeah, you're reading up on it. Okay, good. Um, but I thought it was really salient, a really interesting point. Yeah. That brings up a really great point there. It's like inclusivity is great if you believe in it. Bless but you. don't fucking pander to people, you know? And I don't think I don't think this was pandering. I think this was like a really just like a, a nice bit of subtle world building. I, I, yeah. that's, that's, that was my opinion on it. I just thought I mean, it was really interesting to kind of talk about the controversy related to cyberpunk, you know, six months later kind of thing, you know? It's, you know, I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of things that are controversial. Like, no one makes a period piece movie and then says, oh, that was controversial because, you know, um, we made a movie about World War II and there's Nazis in it. Um, um, yeah, people do a lot. Yeah, actually. yeah a lot, nonstop. But I mean, like, like this, this argument isn't a new argument. It's no, just it's a it's different argument. argument about it's, it's, like similar. It's, it's just, it's just the, it's just an old media argument coming into new media. That's all. Like the mm-hmm. uh, didn't they, didn't people complain about one of the Doctor Who episodes because there was a lot of African American stuff. Oh, that happens a lot, actually. Yeah, like nonstop when it was period piece, and that's what the world was like. They're they're mm-hmm. not gonna gloss over that. They're not gonna lie about that. Um, yeah, that's 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 um, the people complain about period pieces a lot, but that's again, that's an old media problem that has been thrust into new media in the modern era. So I think it's really interesting. Um, but let's talk a little bit more about cyberpunk itself. Um, I think that this. I think we've been, cyberpunked it out at this point. I, I, I honestly, uh, this is one of the more hype games I've got in the next uh, next twelve months. This is like hype, 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 hype. As he makes a good point, uh, maybe rather than the Final Fantasy or the Warcraft as a giveaway, I give away a cyberpunk pre-order. I think it would work. There you go. There you go. That's what we'll do. I give away a cyberpunk pre-order. Uh, yeah, and, and Seth, Seth mentions in Twitch chat, um, as far as the no gender selection and just doing a body type, whatever, I'm shocked that more companies haven't done that already. And yeah, I mean, it doesn't take away anything from me uh, if the character I select doesn't say male, it just says, like, masculine. It doesn't take shit away from me. It doesn't take a damn thing away from me. Because um, at the end of the day, you're still going to play a character that looks like how you want to play. 
Yeah, I, I, you know, my character might be feminine. My character might be masculine. It could be any mix and match of the results there. But at the end of the day, I'm playing the character I want to play, and I'm going to do that regardless. Um, Chris will tell you I my D&D characters run the gamut of every direction and every everything. Um, so that kind of shit doesn't bother me, and it's always just fun to be able to experiment and build something new. Yep. That's what I like doing. That's one of the reasons I fucking love D&D. You can be whoever you want to be. One campaign you want to play someone who's a dragonborn that's overly feminine, do it. There's a game that you want to play a big British Goliath, go for it. Play how you want to play. Doesn't affect other people. Uh, Seth, you and I have to talk about that later. Um... He's playing mod. He's playing Iceborne beta, and I need to talk to him about Iceborne at some point. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm no, so he old. is a monster hunter and nerd. You two would not stop talking about it. I can guarantee and you. We, yeah. We've talked about it before. Um, my my point, at Chris, about people who are upset by people doing what they want to do and being who they want to be, like those are the people that we need to be shitting on. Yeah, I mean, it's like I'm not gonna judge anybody to play a game how they want to play it but you also have to understand that at the end of the day these 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 game developers have to hit the broadest audience they can and they need to turn a profit let's be honest cg project red regardless i think regardless of what they really do with with cyberpunk 2077 at this point the hype is so overwhelming i don't think there's any world in which they are not going to make a profit on this game I would agree. Sure. I don't think right now, unless, you know, somebody just went out and did, like, all the hate crimes. Somebody from CG Project Red did all the hate crimes or something. Just I don't all think of them. all of the hate crimes. I don't think there's any way Cyberpunk 2077 is going to fail right now. I don't think so. I, I just don't think there's any way. They, they've, they've been so efficient and good at building this hype on this game. So, uh, I, I think that I don't think it, there's going to be any problem with it. It reminds me about how Blizzard used to do games. You know, there used to be so much hype about a Blizzard launch, and, you know, it just doesn't seem that way anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I disagree there. I disagree there. I feel like they've, they, 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 they still do the spectacle really well. So hmm. yeah, I I think they I think I think Blizzard still does a really good job with the spectacle. So, um, yeah, but like they would be building hype for D four right now, and no, we don't that's, even that, know. No, sir, that's D four doesn't that's exist. What, that's what BlizzCon's going to be about this year, and if it's not, I will, I will give up smoking. Right. I, I that's how confident I am. Is that. <laughs> This year's BlizzCon is going to feature D4. I will give up smoking if I am wrong. Okay. Um, our, there was one other piece of non-WoW classic news about Destiny 2. Yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about Destiny 2. Uh, they've been releasing a lot of information about Shadowkeep and the season and the new season that will be coming with Shadowput. Um, I think... Um, it's season of the undying, I believe, is what they said it was called. This is uh, the next season will be called. Um, I'm really interested. Um, they have 
been a flurry of news because they, they think the game comes out October 1st, September 30th. Um, I think it's September 30th, I think. Uh, but Shadowkeep will be coming out and the migration to Steam will be happening at that point and Blizzard will be losing Destiny 2. Um, and you, I think you have until the end of September to migrate your account as well. First of October. Yeah, so you have until September 30th to migrate your account and then you have, and then the game launches the next day, basically. Um, I they've released a lot of information. They're putting a seasonal track in, uh, so a progress tracker. Um, it's literally just a battle pass. If you've ever bought a battle pass or played with a battle pass on a, another game, it is pretty much the exact same thing. Like on chickens. Um, hmm. What was that? I said so. Like on chickens. Yes, a battle pass on chickens. She's talking about Rum Rao. Okay. I couldn't wow, think of the a actual reference name that of it. Gavril didn't get. I literally couldn't think of the name of it because I just constantly call it chickens. So they'll be getting a battle pass system. Uh, there'll be two tracks, of course. There'll be a paid track and a non-paid track, like every other battle pass on the planet. Um, but from what I've been able to tell, you'll be getting all the same materials just at a different rate. So on the free pass, all of the best stuff is going to be at the end. And on the paid pass, more of the stuff is going to be scattered through the front of the pass rather than the back of the pass. So I, I think it's really interesting. You know, the new stuff, uh, all kinds of stuff. I, I think it's really interesting. Um, also, I know, Kevin, you and I were talking about the new a la carte system for the seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, wherein you will get... You get a, um, if you want to buy a season, you buy a season. You don't have to buy all of it. And it's not going to limit your enjoyment or entertainment of it. Um, now, for those of you who haven't played Destiny 2, um, you'll have an opportunity to play Destiny 2 on October 1st when a new light comes out. Um, that will be the free-to-play version. Um, so that's one of those things, if you haven't been following Destiny 2 news, um, with the move over, they're actually going to be launching a new version of the game called A New Light, which is a fully featured free-to-play version of the game. Um, you won't have access to certain, like, paid DLC stuff, but you can effectively play the game for free without having to purchase it. Uh, with some activities locked, some activities active for you. Um... And I think that's a really good opportunity for them to broaden their play base a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. And the other thing is you still can gain battle pass stuff, even if you are a new light free to play player and you don't own the game. I think it's very similar to how Magic the Gathering Arena does its battle pass system where it's, you, you can play free to play Magic and you can still access the battle pass, uh, the battle track or whatever you want to call it. And... You can still get a lot of the same rewards. I think it's really good. I, I, I really like what they're doing and the direction they're going with um, Shadowkeep. I'm not happy about us losing any seasonal activities because that's something that they're going to be doing is they're going to be retiring some of the seasonal activities. So um, right now that's Forge, Menagerie, Reckoning, slash yeah, uh, Forge, Menagerie, Reckoning, uh those are the three most recent ones um i don't remember the other ones uh but they'll be retiring those um i'm not sure how i feel about that 
I, I don't like it when a game takes an activity away from me, even if the activities become deprecated. Any opinions? I mean, I didn't like it when Warcraft took away the scenarios, so no, I agree. I mean, you can still access the scenarios. They didn't give us new ones. No, they didn't give you any new ones, but you can still access the old ones. System that they just, just thrown away and like it. I, I, I just don't think scenarios ever worked the way they wanted them to work. Unfortunately. I thought it was a fantastic system. I love Me scenarios. too. Yeah, I just don't think it ever worked the way they wanted it to work. Um, but uh, I don't think anybody's really all that interested in about Destiny 2 news. I think everybody's just uh, got a hard-on for WoW Classics. So why don't we go ahead and start talking about some of that stuff. Uh, Chris, um, do you have anything like out of that list of stuff that you really wanted to particularly talk about? Um, let's see. Uh, I want to talk about... I want to talk about the sex race. Okay. So there's been a lot of back and forth and a little bit of controversy behind the level 60 race. Um, someone did hit level 60 already, uh, Jokered. Uh, he hit level 60 on, I believe it was Mograine Europe. Yes, Mograine, correct. Leveled up a gnome mage and hit level 60 last night. Uh, the stream went insane. The Stormwind went insane when he got back to Stormwind. It was absolutely Because, of course, he was a goddamn mage, so we could just teleport back. Fucking yep. Uh it, it was It was genuinely one of the funniest and most adorable things I've watched on Twitch in a long time. Um, in what way? Well, uh, when he got back to Stormwind, uh, the, uh, he started playing celebration music and... It was cool in the gang. Celebrate. That was it. Um, and essentially the vast majority of the server that was Alliance went to Stormwind and they did a conga line from Stormwind to Goldshire. Oh my god, that's awesome and adorable! <laughs> it was wonderful. It was adorable. Um, I love things like that. <laughs> you couldn't see anything for spell effects and chat bubbles, but it was, it was adorable. It was great. Um... But there's been some controversy built around it. Um, so he, roughly when he was over, roughly when he had just got not too far over 60, apparently there was a reported joke. 60? Him have, oh, sorry, 50. Uh, back up. There we go. <laughs> uh, apparently there was a reported joke about him having his brother play for him uh, uh, during, during his stream um, and um, during no, his sleeping period. I would like to note that the man took a seven-hour break, hmm? streamed for like twenty-six hours and or thirty-one hours, and then like twenty-one hours. Mm-hmm. Seven-hour break between. Hmm? So he had one seven-hour sleep period and three days. What four days? Something like that. Yeah. I mean, How it's not like he? we haven't seen other people do similar levels of streaming. Like it's done. Yeah, but they're. It's insane, but it's yes. done. <laughs> and apparently, uh, he was uh, he's, he was called out on method stream for this and said account sharing, account sharing. Um, even if he, even if that is the case of what that was what he was doing, letting his brother on the account. For those not, of you who can't he understand Scottish, he's saying account sharing, not a cunt. Not a cunt not, sharing. Not a cunt. We're not, sharing. Sh- we're not sharing cunts. 
okay. No, we are not. Um, now the funny thing is, clarify. And now the funny thing is, is that everyone's like, "This is a joke." He's been having the whole time. He's been saying this joke this whole stream, and he's basically been on camera almost the entire time. So. I, a lot of people are thinking that Method just kind of jumped the gun on it because, mm -hmm. you know, Method being Method and, you know, them running, quote unquote, the uh, world first level 60 race, mm -hmm. you know, so. Yeah, but as a as, as a as a point, though, technically it is account sharing. Not against the TOS. TOS states even so even if, if he is happens. doing it, TOS if states. It that's what I said. If, he's do, if he did it and if it happened, U.S. states you can share with family members. You only have yeah. to have one account per household under the original TOS. Or still mm -hmm. possibly under the current TOS, actually. Still under the current TOS. Yep. Yep. So it's just, it's so, hilarious. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's. I have a gilly who him and his brother legitimately shared the account but they had their characters on different servers so that we would know who was playing what we yeah. had back in wrath we had a dad and his two sons on one account in our guild i had a similar situation in bc we had uh a mother and her son that uh raided with us depending on who was available and who got to the computer first <laughs> It's not a breach of TOS. <laughs> as long as it's under this as long as it's family and under the same household. Yep. So I, I just think it's Yeah. Yeah. And I mean <laughs> Pawn's even bringing it up and, and yeah, 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 yeah. Two girls, one account. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I don't know if I don't think I've ever mentioned it on 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 stream, but you know, uh uh, I, I, I will invite everyone to my guild and we'll see how long it takes me to have Blizzard force ban the name change, but it's going to be Two Gruels, One Cup uh, will mm. be my uh, classic guild name. So Two Gruels, One Cup? Yeah, dude, that's, dude, I've had that's that name on my... Dude, I've had that name for like nine years. I have that name in retail saved as a guild name on my Horde PvP server. I love it. Uh, the character that runs it is a level 19 twink blood elf hunter with a raptor pet that I named Allosaurus. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a decade ago, so, okay, you know, it was a decade, it was a long time ago. Uh, but yeah. Um, I do have a question, though, because... So when he when Joker hit sexy last night, a couple of the guildies brought up an interesting point. So he's done this during the during the um, the phase with layering being a thing. Yep. So he was able to get away from uh, PvP combat. He was able to spawn into certain mobs and things just because of layering. It doesn't work as easily as. It doesn't lie in retail because it takes a couple of minutes to kick in and it only works across parties and there's only a handful of layering uh, layers available. But it's still a thing that's available. When mm. phase two comes in and layering disappears and that's not something that's available, 
would it be vi valid for another race to be occur to see who can do it without layering <laughs> the fastest? Um, the WoW community has too short of an attention span. I don't think so. I think world it first is world first. They're going to call it world first, regardless if it's world first with an asterisk or world first period. Okay. I think that I think that once layering is gone, I think that would be a much more fair way of doing it on fresh accounts. But that's just me. Fresh character, fresh account, no nothing. I think that would be the only fair way to really do it. But mm -hmm. I mean, that's just me. Um, Method actually did uh, talk about this, though. Uh, one of the commenters on the method stream for the world first race mentioned it and they were like it's a creative use of game mechanics it's something that exists and he learned how to game it and i can't blame him for gaming it he did he 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 tried and he did as best he could and uh so method was like tacitly okay with it so i mean i'm all right with that because i mean the man did 12 levels standing in a field in the Western Plaguelands grinding mobs as a frost mage. I fell into a coma listening to you say that he did that, let alone actually doing it. So I used to do that in vanilla. My wife and I, before we were married, she played a resto druid. And I played a, uh, she was a Night Elf Rustor Druid, and I was a Draenei Frost Mage. And we used to go to Raven Hill, and we did probably eight levels just grinding the skeletons in Raven Hill and Duskwood. Uh, and then we moved to, Ten then we moved to Tenaris, and we grinded uh, buzzards and trolls. And that was one of the most efficient ways of doing it, um, was just grinding mobs. That's the easiest way just to get XP. It's just grind mobs. So, I mean, it was, it was just, it's, it's mind-numblingly boring. I mean, I'm pretty sure I watched, I had like a TV in my room at that time, and I was just like watching DVDs. I was just popping DVDs in and just constantly watching it. And I was on the phone with her too at the same time. But yeah, no, it was, it's long grinding sessions doing that. And it's very boring, but. I mean, more power to him. He did what he did. He, he yeah. and Seth is right. He cheesed it harder and cheesed it better. Yeah, because as Seth said, Method was doing a similar thing with their instance runs. They just did it better. He just did it better. Yeah. He won fair and square. Yep. We need to stop talking about cheese. <laughs> Chez. Somebody's hungry. The cheese. I'm craving poutine now. <laughs> You go have your cheese curds and gravy. That does not sound appealing. Potent. You go and go get yourself some potent, rat. Amazing. Some squeaky potent with great with brown gravy. Does not sound appealing at all. Ugh. It's not to me in the slightest. Don't worry. Okay. So that was the Don't world get first. To say, Ugh, until you've had at least five bites of something. I've 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 had Putin before. I, I apparently said that to shut my whorish Scottish mouth. Uh, <laughs> it is amazing. See? Yeah. I You're don't wrong. Like it personally. You're wrong. I like brown gravy, but I prefer cream gravy, pepper cream gravy from Chris, the South. Personally. Aren't you the same person who was like, haggis is, isn't bad? I don't I think haggis is like bad. Haggis. I, like I don't think haggis, haggis is bad at all. Until you put it in your mouth. No, I, I put it in my mouth before and 
threw it up. I didn't like it. <laughs> like I couldn't it's, eat it. As I've grown older, I it's can quite eat it, and it's quite tasty. Says the man who doesn't eat eggs because that happened. Too. No, that still happens. No, that still happens even when I eat eggs today. It still happens. <laughs> oh, fries mm. and sausage gravy. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's okay, what wait, wait, cream wait, wait, gravy wait. is. What sausage gravy? That's that's where you use the. That's where you f- make sausage. You fry up some sausage in a pan, and then you make your gravy in the oh, pan. Yeah, but is it that like? Um, is it the gravy that you guys have down south that kind of looks like the color of Alfredo sauce? It kind of looks like jizz. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't gonna go there. But <laughs> wow. Sure. No, yeah, that's that's called cream Yikes. gravy. That's that's oh, cream that's, gravy or that sausage is gravy. So good. I yeah. mean, it's definitely sausage gravy. <laughs> yeah, and that sausage makes cream. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're twelve, but yeah, no, that's sausage gravy. That's cream gravy, sausage gravy. Um, correctly made cream gravy is made with the drippings and the leavings from a pan made of sausage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm saying it with a completely oh straight face. God. Yeah, I know. Somebody clipped that. I was doing yeah. okay until Chris started giggling. <laughs> That I lost oh, it. No. Um, Chris is definitely a fan of cream gravy. We know oh that. God. But biscuits, good fresh buttermilk Izzy, biscuits. Clearly, we're all twelve because <laughs> five-year-olds would not get these jokes. I've had one. I mean, if you're if you're in Scotland, you'd get these jokes at five. Um. Anyway, so good, um, good, good, fluffy buttermilk biscuits and sausage gravy. The best thing on the goddamn planet as the best comfort food you will ever have in your life welcome to food time coast to coast welcome to food time coast to coast my name I'm is gavrola i'm so going to be your sous chef right for the day. Now. uh there wow. there were a bunch of new classic realms that were added that was a thing i'm seeing uh, uh, like nine actually <laughs> so nine they added nine more realms to classic yeah. So a lot of these realms were added 30 minutes after launch, and a lot of them became full within 30 minutes after they were brought up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, wow. Chris, you guys did... got very lucky. <laughs> we was... got yeah. extremely lucky. So we were trying to get on Mograin, which was full at the time. Um, we, within like 30 minutes, these servers came up. One of our guys had just got home from work and checked server queues. Morgan server queue was at like what twelve thousand or something. So we're like, nope, let's try let's try one of these new servers. We jumped onto Noggin Fogger and got on right away. And within thirty minutes, the queue was at like twelve thousand from Noggin Fogger as well. Yeah, well, I mean it's the same thing. It's like Bigglesworth, I think, came up at the same time as Noggin Fogger, right? Yes, like just before. So Bigglesworth in the NA in the NA realms uh, came up is part of that push that came out just as the servers were going up. Um, and I jumped straight onto it because like everybody else had reserved names on Herod and Feralina and everything else. I was just like, nope, I'm going to go to Bigglesworth because Bigglesworth is the best, is the goodest kitty, kitty ever. He is the it goodest is the kitty best ever. best name. I love it. I wish we got Bigglesworth in the, uh, in the year. It would have been great. Yeah, but I mean, you got Noggenfogger, which is everybody has to have Noggenfogger. So. Everybody loves Noggenfogger, although I hate the community and that server sometimes yeah i'm not right. going to talk about it on stream <laughs> um but yeah no and it's like uh i jumped onto bigglesworth i told kevin and Albie that like the second that the server launched 
I was like, well, I'm going to Bigglesworth. Fuck y'all. And everyone proceeded to go to Bigglesworth anyways. So I was just like, all right, that works out. Well, I went because LB went and he went because you went. Yeah, so I mean, it's like Bigglesworth PvP server. I'm fucking there. Cheap, just following Gav. Following Gav. Gav's Gav. I'm a fucking tastemaker, sir, in my Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure shirt. Well, to be fair enough, LB's rationale was anyone who joins Bigglesworth is probably a cool person. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was also our logic with Nogginfogger. It wasn't the case. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, Bigglesworth, Bigglesworth hasn't disappointed me so far. Uh, nothing weird. I am a, a goddamn. I am a content. I'm not an influencer. No, 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 no. You've no, only influenced two no. people, so you're not really an influencer. That's how it starts, Kevin. That's how it starts. I don't think. I don't don't want, worry about your influence going big, further big than that. Boobs. I don't want big fake. <laughs> I'm what? Uh, Gav is a boobs. content creator and an influencer. And soon he's going to be selling his own bathwater. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm confused about where the big boobs come in, though. What? <laughs> the stereotype of the influencer is a uh, attractive uh, 19 to 29-year-old woman who goes to faraway places and wears skimpy clothing. Has big boobs and sells their bathwater. Okay, out of not that the en- bathwater part. Not out of bath that entire part. list, that I have one specific. of those things. Yeah, that is that is yeah. There, there. That, that was Belle Delphine. That's a whole. That's Belle Delphine. That's a whole other thing. I don't actually have a premium Snapchat either for lewds. So, I'm not entirely sure. I believe that you don't have one. Just I don't even use Snapchat. At all, so, coming soon, a premium Snapchat starring Gavril. Coming soon to the Azeroth CTC website. Gavril's bathwater. <laughs> the mighty Azeroth CTC content network. Gavril's bathwater. Note, it is not FDA approved for ingestion. Mildly carcinogenic. Probably. Smells like tobacco and coffee. <laughs> right. Yeah. Tobacco, coffee, and gojo. Gojo's an industrial, okay. industrial hand cleaner. Great. Now <laughs> I'm thinking about like making like colognes for each of us, and yours would be tobacco and tobacco even, and like, coffee. Tobacco, just like cheap tobacco and robusto coffee. Chris would Chris's would be rainbows Unicorn and unicorns. Food? Yeah. Uh, no, it needs Ness to be, would be the, poutine. No, 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 no. Um, Chris needs to be the scent of a downtown edinburgh club at 1 30 in the morning uh, so stale beer and no no a gay club kevin yeah gay club oh, semen and stale beer <laughs> 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 oh shit you can't even tell him he's wrong that's gotta be cut out chris kevin you forgot the Jesus desperation Christ. you forgot desperation <laughs> <laughs> this has gone south quickly. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the new format, y'all. Welcome to the new format. This is I what the show is now. That. I uh, Seth says that. mine would be lube, glitter, and Axe body spray. <laughs> and 
Putin is not a body spray. It's. I think we're um, on to something. Would you now. like me to go take a look and see if there's a Putin body spray? Ew, no. <laughs> Why would I you mean, there's a beacon body no. spray, so we're definitely a fan of Putin. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I think one of Chris's stretch goals is to try the bacon body spray now. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that does not sound appealing at all. Actually, I just want to watch Chris eat food he never ate before. I would watch a whole IRL stream about that. Okay, why don't we talk about... Let's talk about something else. What, uh, it's the servers, the servers. We're still talking about servers, yeah? Yeah, servers. Yep. And we're kind of done the server chat. All right, so there was an article in Kotaku about <laughs> WoW Classic bringing back the sense of community into WoW. After retail, WoW has been uh, destroyed by looking for group and looking for raid. Does WoW Classic bring back an actual sense of community? Discuss. I mean, I've actually uh, yeah. spoken to more people in WoW Classic in four days than I have in the last six months of retail. I yeah. absolutely agree with you. 100%. I actually have stories about grouping up with people and like making them tailored items and yep. when I was kobolds. When I was leveling through Mogor, I was I did one group quest with a Tauren warrior and a Tauren druid. And later on, at the very end of Mogor, I bumped into them trying to do another elite quest and we grouped up and did more. It was great. We just sat and spoke. Yeah. And I think the thing that was cool with my experience was like, I grouped up with people to do a quest and then we got done that quest. And then they were like, Hey, you want to do this other quest? And they're like, yeah, sure. Let's go. And like, we just stayed grouped together mm -hmm. and like, it was awesome. Like, I don't think I grouped randomly with people one time when I leveled my retail character from one to 60 or whatever it was. I have done so many pug fucking dungeons as well. Like just people asking for groups just and Baron's chat and general chat. Yeah. People are in general chat in main cities asking for groups and like looking for people and like, Hey, we have two more slots. Why don't you come join us? And like, it's fucking awesome to see that. Like huh? even, even before I went away for the gender reveal for my sister's kid. It was a case of I was in a group with a mage because we were waiting for a rarity spawn. Oh, okay, we're waiting for a name mob to spawn. Okay, we'll get this done. Oh, well, we're on this quest as well. We might as well go do these. So we went and done more quests, and then we found an escort quest. So we sat and waited for a couple of minutes, and it spawned, and we just did the escort together, chatting the whole way. He's got a party at 4 o'clock. He's probably already there. That's cool. <laughs> Look at you. It's, Making and friends just doing quests do, do you think that some of this is due to the fact that people know that it's like only a certain group of people who are who are on the server and like they they'll get their name ground into the mud if they uh, are an 100%, asshole to you? because i have already named and shamed people in trade chat yeah. and other people have already named i've seen so many name and shames going on in trade chat it's not even funny there's already been two or three name and shames uh we, we really? my guild has a blacklist oh, yeah. already set up there's uh people are because right now uh, well, when I was playing a couple days ago, people were getting into wool cloth and like, so there were tailors that were going, Hey, bring me your wool cloth and I'll craft you your bags. I, I want the skill ups. Uh, and you know, I'll just give you your bag. It's not going to cost you a thing. And there were people that were just taking the cloth and do, do deucing Deuce. out with it. They were just gone. And they were even doing that with linen cloth too, mind you. 
Somebody tried. <laughs> somebody tried to do that with uh, one of our tailors. Uh, he wanted them to give. Uh, he it was a case of. He wasn't very smart about it. He wanted Gary to give him money for the linen cloth, but he wanted the money first. Then he would get the linen cloth. Yeah, rather than just doing a single trade window with everything, he wanted money first. They didn't get the trade cloth. <laughs> yeah. No. So, uh, there's there's wow. always there's already all kinds of name and shame going on, and yeah, yeah. it's it's purely because it is a it, it is a community driven game. You have to be you have to be good in the community. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We already I, have a couple of guilds that we're avoiding because of how they are in Baron's chat. I even like caught myself like looting one of the chests that appear in the in the open world because there was like two people who were like fighting a mob in front of it and then I like went and ninja looted the no, chest and I was like worse. I was like, oh shit, I probably shouldn't do this. And then I, mean, I went back and I gave the guy one of the items that was in the chest <laughs> because I felt bad. I mean, but yeah, that just shows you what kind of what what the game is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was an important life lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, like, I really wish this was in retail. Wow. I like more of the sense of community and seeing people multiple times. And like, I've run into people that I've seen at lower levels. And, um, you know, I know to avoid people who, you know, just like randomly join and drop groups. And like, that's not how I want my experience to be. You know, I want to say hi and bye to people and be friendly. And, you know, this is kind of what's like, to me, this is what's missing from the current game that I will play classic to get, you know what I mean? Like now, that experience. Here's the thing. I will not say, if, I will not say that retail. Wow. is a bad game because it's not, it has problems. Uh, but the game itself, the mechanics, the raid, the game is the game is good when you play it with people that you know and you like. But that game is not designed for the you know the the same community driven stuff as current uh, as classic is. Mm-hmm. I, I think the fact that they're both on one subscription, one license, you'd be able to jump back and forth between the two is a great thing. Because I will say right now when we jumped into retail to do our raid on Thursday, I felt like I had more fun going from classic to this, going from classic to retail to bash through that raid. We were more motivated to do the raid and just have fun rather than just a if you If you go back and watch the stream, you'll hear how much fun we're having compared to what previous raids. It's just, it was a big morale boost just to be able what? to do it. Why? I don't know. It was just a case of We've ground so much on classic, jumping into retail just for a little reprise and doing the raid and just having fun and just being able to jump into stuff is nice. To be able to jump back and forth and do both is great. Hmm. I think these two games are going to run so fucking well side by side. Oh, yeah. 100%. I think everything I mean, I, I just, I kind of want to cultivate some of that, like, you know, like things feel. <laughs> good to do at all levels you don't you you don't feel like you have to grind your way to the top so that you can do things that are worthwhile like things feel worthwhile even at low levels and like the sense of community like those are things that 
I wish were in retail WoW so that we wouldn't need to have a classic WoW. Like, I, I just wish WoW was better. They've worked very hard to get rid of all that over the years. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, they've worked very hard to get rid of that because of convenience and quality of life. You which is a bad yeah. thing. It's yeah, not a bad thing under any circumstances. It, it's... It's yeah, there's thousands of players going back to going back to play that and to have that experience. It's a very double-edged sword, and that's why I think these the both games. I mean, you cannot compare them at this point. You cannot compare retail and WoW Classic because they are two completely separate games. Um, yeah, they diverged so greatly. Yeah, and you playing both, you can see that. Um, mm-hmm. But what I'm saying, what I'm, what I'm saying is, having the the quality of life in retail to get stuff done on retail, and then jumping in for the community of classic, having both available just on the one account and the one sub and the one license is, I think it's it's, it's a very good, I, it's a very it's a solid idea on Blizzard's part because you're gonna get people jumping back into retail for that quality of life after playing classic, but you're gonna get people jumping into classic to to be a part of that community again. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, look at kind of what um, Final Fantasy is doing because, like, I feel like what WoW Retail has done is optimized, optimize the game in such a way so that it helps you get to the top as quickly as possible. Final Fantasy doesn't do that. You still have to go through main story quest. You still have to, you know, have all of those experiences along the way. And I think that's that's what people want. You know, I don't, I don't think people just want to just you know, grind their way to the top as quickly as possible so that they can do whatever top, you know, whatever you're supposed to be doing at max level. You know, they want that experience along the way. You know, and I I think that's what WoW Classic is helping to bring back. What I'll say is comparing the Warcraft leveling and story system to the Final Fantasy one is a difficult thing to do because they do work it in two completely separate ways. Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. is story-driven through and through. Warcraft is story-driven, but to a much, much lesser extent. I think Um, it's more about creating your own stories. I think it's more about the the experiences that you're having with people, and those are the stories that you're creating. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's pretty fair. Like that, that's that. what I was realizing because it's like, yeah, there's like two pages of text quests that I'm reading every hour or every hour and a half, what, maybe. What you but it's what said, happens in between then is what really is the story. What you have just said, Ivandar in our chat channel has literally said almost word for word. Classic is story driven, but in a way that you create your own story. You publish your own narrative and that's the appeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi. Hello. I, I was I was realizing this as I was running in between Pedras or one of the oh, cities cool. and like I don't know where it was, but I was just like, oh yeah, I'm I'm making my own story. Like I, you know, the experience that I just had with the two other random players that I grouped up with, like that's what I remember, and that's what my story was for that play session. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean that's the thing. Is like yeah. The, and like I kind of I kind of appreciated the quests in WoW more, like when I realized that, because it's out of the way. It doesn't get in the way of the stories that you're making. It kind of gives you a starting point and then you have your own story 
about that. I will say that. if you're a shaman, the fucking call of water totem does get out of the way of the memory making. <laughs> yeah. You remember that one? Uh, oh, first you have to go to the water hole underneath her, then you have to go to the water hole in Ash Ashenville, then you have to go to the water the well of Taran Mill, then you have to go back to uh yeah. Silver Pine, and then you have to go back to oh, it was Whew, You're all god over it. the fucking place. Thank God we get Ghost Wolf at twenty. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna need it. You gonna need it, motherfucker. Oh, uh, God that damn it, Izzy. Apparently, I should be used to going from hole to hole. Ha ha! Actually, you <laughs> only know one hole, Chris. Oh god. <sighs> So, all right, yeah, there. All right, so as much as quests are kind of, you know, out of the way, there are quests that will consume your life. Oh, 100%. 100%. So, yeah, I mean, the interesting thing, the, the thing that I like the most now about what's going on in WoW Classic is just like doing all the shit in between leveling, like, I'm leveling up cooking, I'm leveling up tailoring, I'm doing auction house stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing some quests and I'm, you know, getting levels and buying spells. But, you know, there, there's a lot of like, it's a much more fuller experience, like horizontally progression, as opposed to just a straight vertical progression of levels. Mm-hmm. So like even fighting things and like, like when I started seeing like getting uh, skill points for defense or skill points for like staves, like just doing random shit and getting skill points for, I'm like, oh shit, I missed that. Like <laughs> that was, that was, um, you know, something that brought me back and, you know, even brought me back to like when I was doing EverQuest and I was getting like sense heading skills and, you know, like random skills for shit that you're doing. Cause, mm. you know, that was like, oh, cool, I missed that. Like you feel like you're getting something out of your gameplay sessions, like rather than just grinding EXP, rather than just being there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and so. I feel like it's some of those things that are just like super interesting, and I absolutely love you know the fact that it just kind of engages with you. You know, mm-hmm. it lets it allows you to build your own style of engagement. Yeah, and there's there's a lot to do. You know, not just levels and levels and levels. Yeah, it's not just leveling. There is actually something going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm having a blast, and I know you all are having a blast. That's all I care about. Once mm-hmm. I finally get to get into it, I'll have blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <you> will. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I'm probably not going to be playing I classic mean, after this. It's, it's going to be a cue. <laughs> It's not to it's not to say that there aren't parts of it that are annoying, and well, I guarantee you know. you're not playing classic after this, Chris. Because one shot, one shot, one shot. Yeah, even after that though. Yeah, like there, you know, there is still more downtime, and there is still like it takes longer to kill mobs and things like that. But that's also part of the appeal, and it's part of the like at least for me, it's part of like feeling like it takes work to do something, you know, like. I like I like that it feels like it takes work to like just kill one bear, you know, and it like almost kills me to kill like a bear that's one level above me, you know, but that's like, yeah, I did it. You know, I didn't die <laughs> like there's, you know, there's a sense of accomplishment there that I, that isn't just like I round up eight things and killed them all in WoW retail. 
yeah, I mean, I, I, I will argue with you, Seth. Um, there's a lot of busy work in retail. I feel like that I have a lot of stuff. There's also a lot of busy work in classic, but I actually, and it's not even the nostalgia factor. I enjoyed the busy work in classic. I liked like urbing and mining was super fucking comfy to me. Seth is bringing up in our Twitch chat right now that uh, he's arguing that there's less to do in classic than there is in retail. And there's a lot of useless systems layered on top of useless systems in classic in uh, retail. World quests? I mean, world I quests. you have world quests. You've got, uh, you've got dungeons. You've got all this other crap. There's all this stuff on top of it. And it's just systems layered on top. Grinding Azerite power. Yeah, There's a that's systems what I was on thinking systems of. On systems. And it's all busy work. And it's the exact same. But the thing is, when I'm in classic, and this is something that I used to feel back in the day, too. It's like when I was farming run-ton tubers or doing, uh, going, doing runs for uh, Ogre Tannin or whatever. You know, I felt like I was accomplishing something. An incremental mm-hmm. increase in my Azerite power doesn't make me feel like I accomplished anything, which is why I don't play BFA anymore. I, got, like re- even... I got revered with uh, Nazjatar, and I didn't go back. I haven't went back unless I'm going to raid. Like Even, Chris, do you remember like doing all of the stuff that would potentially get you a legendary in Legion? And like, oh, okay. oh, I need to make sure that I do my daily emissary, plus I need to do my weekly this, and I have to do this because all of those have a chance for a legendary, and I need to make sure I maximize how many chances I get per week. And Now, just, and Seth, I'm oh. not... Uh, sorry, Kevin. Seth, I don't disagree that there are terrible ruck grinds and things like that, but the reward loop in Classic feels better than the reward loop in BFA to me. And this, and I'm not saying this is nostalgia because I, I, I recognize the fact that there are a lot of problems with the classical system, um, but I always mm-hmm. and I still feel and I, I will I will state very clearly, um, I played WoW for ten plus years. I played through classic. I played through BC, and this is not like me waving my dick and going like, oh yeah, look at me. I can talk about this. I'm gatekeeping this shit, whatever. No, it's just like I preferred the older style reward loops versus the current style reward loops that we deal with. Mm-hmm. I don't think the current reward loops are engaging, and I don't think they are a long term solution. Um, if I went out and I was grinding Timber Maw, uh, if I was grinding for Timber Maw rep in classic, I felt like at the end of the day, my grind was going to be worth something. And I don't feel the same way going out and doing 20 world quests. I don't. And I don't, I don't know what's different about it. I don't know if it's the reward loop. I don't know if it's the content that you're doing. But I don't feel like that reward loop is engaging and, and, and fulfilling to me. And, you know, for me, I'm not thinking about it of, or as an end game, or, you know, I need to grind the rep to do the thing, or I need to, you know, unlock the thing with the attunement thing. It's like, I'm just playing, like, if I'm grinding something, it's because I want to do that. You know, like, yesterday I was killing a bunch of um, trogs just because I needed more cloth so that I could make some tailoring stuff, and I needed to level that up. And I, it wasn't like, oh my god, I'm slogging through this grind, and how many trogs do I have to kill to get the things? It was like, I'm just chilling and having fun killing trogs. You know, it wasn't, like, I wasn't thinking about it like it was some kind of chore, you know? 
I've I've le- I, I've never leveled horde and never experienced horde shaman. I'm having fun with it. <laughs> yeah, good. That's what matters. Yeah. Like if you're having fun. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm I'm not like you know playing this game like oh I'm you know at the end I have to be able to to raid with friends and I have to be able to do this and that and the other thing. It's like I'm just playing the game and I'm enjoying the experience as I go. You know, like I'm not thinking about it as a means to an end. And I think that's the difference is like my expectations are, you know, let's just have fun during this play session. And I'm playing this game for an hour to have fun. And I think that's what that's why my experience is better in classic than it is retail right now. Oh, so your 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 play session is essentially the queue then if you're only playing for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Valid. Well, yesterday I was this is what I did, Chris. I logged into 14. I played my MSQ for a while. And then when I knew I was going to end, I started WoW in the background, let that, you know, go through the queue process. And when I was done playing 14, my queue had popped. Nice. Yep. I I wouldn't say it's a mindset thing. I think it's a combination. And but at the same time, yes, I will admit that. And then, yes, I am sorry to our podcast listeners uh, who aren't watching live or watching anything else with this. Um, I'm talking to Seth in our Twitch chat right now. Um, It is partially a mindset thing, but at the same time, it is also a factor of just the engagement. It's like I just feel like it's more engaging to me at the end of the day. Um, that's not to say that I won't burn out because I do. I burn out a wow real fast. Yeah, and- I mean, like you know, I had um, I had kickstarted another game that uh was kind of like EverQuest. I can't remember. um Artheon, Pantheon. I can't Pantheon. Pantheon. Yeah, and it's not out yet, but like. That, that was kind of one of the main reasons why I decided to start playing WoW Classic because like I've been kind of looking Itching. for or yearning for that kind of slower play style. You have to group up to kill things. Um, you know, things feel more rewarding as you go. It takes longer to kill things. Like all of that stuff that I kind of miss about those older style MMOs. And I'm like, yeah, I should just like log into WoW Classic and make a character and just kind of, you know, take it as is and you know, not you had try an edge to for a grind, and you were looking for something to fill that. It's not, it, it's not a grind to me though. It's like that's just how you play the game. Like it's just a different style of gameplay. You know, it's you know, I mean, it, and that that was a game where you had to like you had to pull things one at a time every single pull. Like it forced you to do it that way, or else you would just die horribly every time. So it's it it's a much different mindset and a much different play style and much. Like you had to be more careful and, you know, I don't know. And like, I'm finding that in WoW Classic already. I understand completely because when I was playing, I guess during BC or Wrath, um, there came a time where I was just like, I don't like this. I'm going to go just play a grinding game. And I would go and I would find some Ragnarok online private server and play that for a while. Because that's, that's in my mind, that's, you know, that's sort of like one of those quintessential grinding games. It's a Korean MMO. Of course, it's a grinding game. That's how they work. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I can, uh, I can speak very clearly on that point, and you know, I agree completely. It's like eventually you get to a point where mm-hmm. you just want to kind of get that itch scratched. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's an itch scratch. I mean, it's just a different 
style of game. It's more thoughtful. It's more thought out. It's more methodical. It's, you know, it's probably why there's people who play chess over playing video games. You know, I do both. (laughs) Well, yeah, you can, you can do both, but I think that, you know, like there's reasons why people play strategy games over MOBAs, which are both kind of strategic, you know, like there, there's different, um, there, uh, what am I trying to say? Like there's a different pace. Everybody likes different things. There's a different pace to it. You know, like one is very fast and like, you know, you could play, um, like a first person shooter, which is like very twitchy and you kill things all the time. And then there's other, you know, shooter type games that are slower pay or it's better to think in strategy. Cause I think in like Starcraft versus a turn-based strategy game. It's call of duty versus battlefield versus counter-strike, you know, League versus Heroes versus Ver, well versus Rainbow Six, I would versus say. That, that's I said Siege. I think. Siege. Okay. Did I say Siege. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's Siege versus Battlefield versus Call of Duty. You know, um, mm-hmm. League and Heroes and Dota. Right. Yeah. So it's, it, there's a there's a definite <clears throat> there's a definite sort of each game does something a little bit different, and you might just want to scratch that itch in a different way. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes you want to pile up 80 mobs into a group and kill them all at the same time. And then other times you want to methodically kill one monster at a time. And, and I, maybe that's kind of what, where the distinction is here is like, it's a different pace of game. Maybe that's what it is like. And, you know, not just having a single MMO is going to fulfill all of those different, you know, styles or play styles or paces or I don't know. And you know, as a as a silver lining, you know, when F F Kevin sticks us out and actually gets to Cap and does things at Cap, you'll be able to understand all of our classic jokes. That's the real reason why because <laughs> I can't understand anything you guys talk about. He doesn't know anything. And should we talk about the content plan? Sure. Because yeah. I'm quite excited for what we're, for what's coming out. Is more more not, more over the PvP side. I'm not happy about having to wait for battlegrounds, but same. Not happy, but happy. Uh, I'm happy that they're coming. I'm happy they're coming. Um, I'm looking forward to because I know why they did that. You know why, right? Go for it. Because the crunch. next phase. No, the next. This is not going to be any crunch related to this, really. Um, the next phase. Uh, has the PvP honor system. Yep. Chris, what does that mean? Uh, I ain't granting a fucking war- high warlord. Uh, no, it means South Shore and Terran Mill. Yeah, that I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> literally what that means is South Shore and Terran Mill. And, and Crossroads. Crossroads, yeah. Crossroads and Goldshire. Yep. Uh, South Shore, Terran Mill, though. South Shore, Terran Mill. Um, that's like the PvP honor system is going to give us the opportunity to relive all those old things. And I understand that's why they set BGs back on a different time frame than that. Yeah. Um, but for, so for PvP, yeah, phase one, we're getting, we've already got, we've got just open world PvP, no tracking, no reward system yet. Phase two, we'll get the honor system, including dishonorable kills. Just to clarify, including dishonorable kills. I will uh, grind dishonorable kills all day. <laughs> just I will kill. 
No, I will kill your low-level NPCs. Oh, Fuck you're you. the worst. Um, PvP ranks will also be coming in, so that's High Warlord, and I can't remember what the Alliance one is. Uh, High Warlord and Grand Marshal. Uh, phase 3 will get Alterac Valley. Now, that'll be the 1.12 version of Alterac Valley. <coughs> and AB as well. Uh, uh, nope, Warsong Gulch. <laughs> is it Warsong? I thought it was Rathi Basin. Rathi and uh, Warsong. And then Phase 4, we get AB, uh, uh, which is Rathi Basin. And then Phase 6, uh, we get the World PvP Objective in uh, Silithus and Eastern Plagueland. And yeah, they're going to be fun. I I am playing this for the world PVP at the end of the day. That's what Is I'm there playing this for. World PVP in Eastern? Yeah, the towers. Oh, the oh yeah, the the ziggurats. No, not the ziggurats. The towers. Yep, the towers. Wait, that was in classic. Holy shit. Yep. Wow. Yep. That was in classic. Holy crap! I forgot. Um, so for PVE. Uh, we've launched with Molten Cornexia and Moradon. Now that takes us up to patch-wise uh, from old patches 1.2. Uh, phase 2, you get Dire Maul and you get the two world bosses, the Dragons and Kazakh. Kazakh. Uh, Kazakh. Phase 3, Blackwing Lair and the old Darkmoon Fair will return, uh, as well as the Dark Darkmoon deck drops. Oh, that's going to be so good because it's the old style Dark Moon Fair. So you have to either go to Mulgore or you have to go to Store Elwood. Yeah. Yep. So, um, Kevin, you used to not be able to just teleport to the Dark Moon Fair Island. You had to actually physically go to the continent where it was being held, which was either Mulgore, uh, it's just, just down from Thunderbluff, or Elwyn Forest, just outside Goldshire. Outside of Stormwind. Didn't yep. it alternate? Hmm? Didn't it alternate? Yes, it, it alternated each month. Yeah. Each month it alternated. Um, phase 4 brings us the Zulgarub raid and the Green Dragons. ZG. I actually can't really can't wait for ZG. Yep. ZG uh, was really good. Question, because really I... Uh, uh, Azure Goes was the one that was in Azure, yeah? Uh, no, uh, Azara, yes. yeah, not Winter Spring, Azara. And Kazakh was in Blasted Lands. Blasted Lands. Kazakh yes. was in front of the uh, the Dark Portal, and Azurgos was up, way the fuck up there. Okay, and then you've got the Dream Dragons. I know one of them is in, uh, is in Darkshore. Nope. Dark. One's in uh, Darkshore. Dus- it's Feralus, Duskwood, and uh, uh, the, 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 the place up north, uh, lo- lower than Plaguelands, higher than Ironforge. Hinterlands. Uh, Hinterlands. That's it. You're there missing one. one. You're missing one. There's four. There's okay, four. hold on. Hinterlands, uh, Duskwood, Fel, Fel, Felwood. Did you say? Feralus. No, not Felwood. Feralus. Hinterlands, Duskwood, Feralus. Shit, it's bugging me. Chat uh, channel, help us out here. Or get, uh, was it Ongoro? No. No, it wasn't no. Goro. Wasn't Booty it wasn't Stranglethorn. Ashenvale. No. Uh what Seth says Duskwood Fairless Winter Spring in Hinterlands? Not Winter Spring. It's not Winter Spring, because Winter Spring it's it's actually Ajara. It's not Winter Spring. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Well, but there wasn't a green dragon in Ashara. 
No, no, sorry. It's not. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. That's Winter Spring. Yeah, it's Winter Spring. I got Azure Ghost and the Dragons of Nightmare mixed up for a second there. Yeah, but I LB it's says it's Ashenvale. Is it Ashenvale? Is it really yes. 100% yes. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. You guys need to listen to LB more. Green Dragons are located in Duskwood, Hinterland, yeah. Sparrowless, and because Ashenvale. It's, yes. It's and the, it's the they are Ashenvale that's like way, way down. Way forward. out in the fucking yeah. ones. Yeah, way out yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Um, so the Dragons of Nightmare are some of the hardest 40 man raid encounters you'll 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 deal with. Usually you needed two 40 man raid encounters to do. In some, well, this is 112, so I don't know where that's going to put the difficulty curve on them at. Um, but they drop some good shit. More importantly, be prepared on PvP servers for the opposite faction to come and kill you in the middle of your raid kill so that they can still mm-hmm. attack. As they, they dropped, didn't, didn't one or two of them drop Ash Candy? I think one of them dropped Ash Candy, didn't it? Or was it the reskin of Ash Candy? I think it was a reskin. I want to say it might. I don't remember. It was there, there a lot of shit. Okay, it's a lot of shit. Um, um Azuragos drops the sinew that you need to get the for the hunter epic bow. For the no, not the bow for the um the quiver. Oh yeah, it's for the quiver. That's right, because the leaf Anixia, is for the bow. The leaf is from Major Domo's uh, chest. Domo. The String for the bow is from Anixia. The string for the um, quiver, for the quiver was yeah. Oh man, yeah. We're just talking. We're just talking a lot of bullshit. Um, uh, we're getting towards the. Yep, we're getting yep, towards the yep. end of this. Uh, two more things. Two, two more. Never. Two more things. Phase five. We're getting Anchorage Warrior Fur, uh, and the Gates of Anchorage. Uh, as well as dungeon loot reconfiguration, so dungeon uh, dungeon zero point five gear will drop relics, uh, drop rates, and location changes. So the funny thing is, is that the dungeon the dungeon gear when you upgraded it, in some cases it was really good, but mostly it was really bad. <clears throat> it was also a really huge amount of work if you weren't yeah. raid geared. Yeah, it was a lot of work to upgrade that 1.5 set. Um, and phase six is the last one where we get Naxxramas and the Scourge invasion. Now from there, we have no fucking clue what they're going to do. Can mm. I say, mm-hmm. I like that they've already gone on record saying that the AQ opening is going to need the exact same amount of stuff to open it that it did originally. Love that. Now, I'm not happy about that. You know why? I am. Server populations are larger than yeah. they were at that time. So it's going to open faster. A lot faster. Because I think they said uh, a low server, a low thing. population server now is, is, is a full server in vanilla. Oh, really? It's medium medium oh, okay. population server is the same as... Well, That this is from launch before they did the hot fix for the server caps. Yeah, um, server caps are higher now. Yeah, so it might be low, but uh, when they launched, they stated... Uh, that a medium population server in current classic WoW is as large or larger than a full population server from original classic. But now that they've increased the server populations to deal with queue times, that could be even worse. That could be even bigger. Well, this is the second increase from the classic size. Because the there first one was just default. 
this is now a second and the, the hotfix increasing the server caps is a different one and yeah people can start stockpiling now i'll be saying in in discord that people can just start stockpiling now because we know what's going to be required mm-hmm. yep so i yeah. do think they should change the requirement on that I'm okay yeah. with the stockpiling because we know, but if only I think we it should had be a higher QA guest that could make that suggestion. Yeah. Um, Looking at only you, there was Carrie. one listening. Looking Someone at you, um, So I think we're all hype. Yes. Um, I anticipate that I will probably keep my sub up for a while, at least a couple of months. Um, wow. Classic. Wow. Um, I mean, I'm having fun. I'm enjoying myself. That's what really matters at the end of the day. As long as I'm having fun, that's what matters. I can't wait until I can group with Chris and Gavril. Okay, I mean, well, you Gavril. can't. I'm, I was going to say. He's in EU Not and on the Horde. I'm in Gavril. Okay, Sorry. Yeah. Here's a question. Oh, Carrie's shocked and surprised. Yes, Gavril is playing classic. <laughs> yes, I am. I yeah, love is. classic. Whoa. I love classic. I Retail does not entertain me anymore. Um, and it's exactly the reasons that I mentioned earlier. It's like it, the reward loop is not engaging to me anymore. I don't feel like my actions are actually doing anything for myself. Uh, classic, it, every action I have, even if I'm just getting a crappy piece of gear, I still feel like, oh, hey, this is a side grade, or this is incrementing me towards where I want to be. Or yeah. this is going on the auction house, and I'm going to get some sweet, sweet dough from it. Yeah, well, I'm gonna get some can, we talk, can we talk about Dorf. the awesome strength spirit here? Oh yeah, that's the good <laughs> shit. That is, hey, hey you hey, need hey, that. Hey, I am a shaman. I want that shit. Okay, I want to hit hard with my fucking big two hander and still have mana regen, so I can. I need to it play also threat, affects health regen. Yes, it does. Um. Okay, so question for the people who are playing, including in our stream chat. Yeah. Of your friends on your friends list who have been offline for a significant amount of time, what's the longest period someone was offline that is now back on? Uh, I don't have a lot of friends anymore, so yeah. Most of my friends play other games, but offline from WoW? <laughs> There's definitely some people Five I've years? seen that have started playing yeah. WoW Classic. Yeah. My old my old raid leader from Cataclysm quit at the uh, the first patch of mists, so that's longer than five years. Yeah, I mean six, seven, six years, maybe. Yeah, sounds I, I mean I I I'm certain I have friends that are playing WoW Classic right now that I don't have contact with anymore that yeah, it's a long time for them too. Uh but yeah, uh um yeah that's yeah it's kind of crazy but yeah um sorry we're I, all just sorry reminiscing oh, there yeah. and just thinking yeah, <laughs> I, just, I just i just had some flashbacks man yeah <laughs> okay okay let's <laughs> we're breaking you never actually went through phase six chris yes i did as nice no. incursion vision no. okay hey, you did. missed it yeah, he went through it. Um, that'll be Scourge. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, we only kind of tangentially did, but yeah, Scourge Invasion's going to be really nice because guess what you can get during the original Scourge Invasion? 
That little sidekick. Wind Fury. No, the the haunted uh, memento. Yep. Yes, that I have a memento. I still fucking have that. I that still is... have mine. I'm still pissed off that they got rid of the permanent ghost. Yeah, me too. Um, so I, I, whenever I swap mains, because I've been doing that a lot apparently, um, I move them from character to character. So I got it on my hunter. It ended up on my priest for like six years, and now, then I went to my demon hunter, and now it's on my druid. <laughs> yep. I'm just. I'm. I. I. I still think it was bullshit. Oh no, he's right. Oh, that was Beast of Wrath. That's right. That's right. It was the gear set. I think. I think. Wasn't there a gear set in classic? It was an appearance. It was like a. It was mostly a cosmetic set for PC, wasn't it? Oh god, what the fuck was the? Uh... I can't remember the scourge invasion drops. Oh no! You know what? It'll be a nice surprise for us. <laughs> I want to say it was a gear set. I'm not sure though. Uh, which heralded the opening of Naxxramas, the Citadel of the Dread King, the Dreaded Kel'Thuzad, was introduced into the game in 3.02 through the zombie infestation event, preparation of Wrath of the Lich King, and tuned for the new level cap for players that achieved 70. That's right. Uh, there was two of them. There was one at 1.11 and there was one at 3.02. Um, it was the shards. There, uh, yes, that's right. There is a tabard, the uh, Ash, uh, the Argent Crusade, Ar- Argent Dawn tabard. Um... No, no, sir. That was not that Argent Dawn. Uh, that uh, Tabard of Heroism was for the BC opening event. That is the Tabard of Heroism, I believe you were talking about. I swear the Argent Dawn Tabard was the event. Tabard of the Protector. This is, this is when yeah, you guys are speaking Greek to Sorry. me. That's Tabard of the Protector, Seth, and that was the, uh, mm-hmm. that was the BC launch event. That was for the Battle of the Dark Portal. Hold on, I've looked it up. Argent, uh, Tabard of the Argent Dawn is a tabard given to those who aid the Argent Dawn in the fight against the Scourge during the 1.11.0 and uh, three, uh, 3.0.2 launch events. Yeah. So, our, the Tabard of the Argent Dawn, which I have from the original, by the way, the original fucking one, uh, on my Hunter. I have it on live, and I love that tabard. <laughs> He's right about it being a tabard, but the flex tabard is from the BC launch event. The, the tabard of heroism, tabard of the protector is from the BC launch event. The tabard of the Argent Dawn from the uh, Scourge event doesn't do anything. No, but it's just a fucking pretty tabard. It's a great tabard. It's a great tabard, but it doesn't do a damn thing. Yeah, it costs eight of the necrotic ruins, eight of, eight of, the, eight of the necrotic ruins uh, from the Eastern Plaguelands vendor at Light's Hope. Uh, through response, there's an ruins. So, guys, uh-huh. yes. we're coming up on like over two hours at this yeah, point. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And we still yeah, have yeah. D&D to do. And one shot, one shot, one shot. Yes, I, I, we, we, we will get to it. We will get to it. Uh, uh, we will get there very shortly. Um, I think we're we, going to go ahead and be done with this at this point. Uh, <laughs> there's plenty of time to talk about Phase 6. Yes, I know. There's plenty of time to talk <laughs> about Phase 6 in the upcoming months. Um, so does anybody have any final thoughts about anything we talked about today? I think, one shot, one shot, yes. one shot. <laughs> I think Classic is just... It's a case of play it if you love it. If play, if you, play if that's what you, you mess and that's what you want. If you don't love it, that's fine. You do you. You have fun. But I know yeah. for me, it's something I love and I'm enjoying. 
And my final thoughts are WoW Classic is a different paced MMO. And, you know, I hope that there's, I hope that people take note of this and we have more different styles of MMO and different paces of MMOs to play um, that are this kind of different than what has been, you know, put out and what's available now normally. So I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I heard my name. What? Anything? Any final thoughts? Classic specifically? No, just about anything we've talked about today. Uh, My only final thought is I'm really looking forward to seeing how the server uh, personalities develop. I'm looking forward to seeing how the, the servers will stay popular in the coming months. Like that's what I uh, want to see. Like, is are are some of these servers just going to suddenly be dead, or or is it going to stay a decent size? But we'll find uh, out. Yeah. Uh, and my final thought for today's discussion is that cream gravy is the best gravy. <laughs> it's dirty. Yeah. Um. Uh. Do that. Don't do that. Anybody. Don't um, shit on people for enjoying games that you don't enjoy. Everybody just enjoy your own stuff and everybody be happy. Life's too short. Don't be a dick. Kevin. Uh, my don't do that is definitely don't be a dick when and ninja loot people's chests. Um, because yeah, Kevin. yeah, we are now playing in classic on a specific server with a specific community and people will re- remember you and blacklist you. And yeah, there's uh, no, I'll never see He's them again. Cause I can guarantee way. you're going to see them again a lot. <laughs> Six, three months later, you're, you're trying to get into a UBRS group and they're like, the guy is like, I remember you. Dick. Oh, I remember the shit you pulled by. Bye. Bye Felicia. <laughs> Uh, Christopher, I'm just going to reiterate the don't be a dick. Just have fun. Do what you do. Don't, don't be a dick um, about it. Mine is you can be a dick, but remember that battle tag IDs exist now. Battle net IDs exist so they can get <laughs> yeah. your whole account. They, they can get your whole account. So uh, maybe don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Server community so- is important, people. Remember that. So that is going to be our show for this week. Folks, to follow us and to listen to all the wonderful things we do, you can find us online at www.azeroctc.com. You can follow us on Twitter at, at azeroctc.com. Mr. Chris over here, of course, as you can see on the screen, if you can see on the screen, is at Akari underscore mag, A-K-A-R-I. Mr. Kevin over here is at Swing Cat. That's with a K. Ms. Neth over here is at Neth Winch. I, of course, am at Gavril underscore E-T. That's two I's and one L. <laughs> Uh, you can follow the show on any of the major podcasting apps, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever, however it is that you find your wonderful stuff. You find our show notes and any sort of detailed descriptions, including any of our music or anything else that we do in the show in our show description. And that is going to be on our website or that's going to be on our SoundCloud. Is there anything else y'all want to add today? One shot, one shot. One shot, one shot, one shot, one shot. Say one shot, kids. One shot. One shot. <laughs>